Really Charlie podcast. A weekly show with the one person to make you say, Really Charlie? On the Really Charlie podcast. Tune in. Alright, here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Really Charlie Podcast. Today's guest is Anthony A.J. Joyner. This man is definitely very impressive, and you're going to see why. He's an entrepreneur, author, radio personality, and the founder of Blooksy, Blooksy Blooksy.com, software platform that that is used um, with artificial intelligence to make writers or simply make writers uh, better and also uh, researchers. I also want to mention a few things. He's a diehard Saints fan, New Orleans Saints fan, which I love already. I'm a football fan. Um, You know, being from New England, you know I like the Patriots, but I love football 100%. It's – there's – there's no, nothing better. That's my one sport that I can watch every single day. So when it comes on on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Sunday night, I, I'm all for it. I'm for, all for it. So the um, I see your native of uh, Leesville, Louisiana. I have some family down there in uh, La Place, Louisiana. Oh, got it, got it. So you have some some blood in the bayou. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They uh, they definitely um, my cousin my my kin ventured down there, um, build his family down there, and um, I can't wait to get down there for all the reasons you talk about football, good food. I just can't wait to get down there. So absolutely, man. Just gotta make time. Make time. And I also want to mention something on your resume is the number one HBCU Southern University. I can't let that go. I got to definitely bring that out only because much, much respect for you and that institution because um, I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. I had a, I had a great, a great time in college, man. It was um, coming from a small town. It was my first uh, introduction to what I thought was the big city, uh, mm-hmm. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a great time at Southern. Yeah, it's. Um, I- I'm just glad I got that paper. There was one. Um, I can't think of his name. Famous Asian chef. He was keynote speaker at um, 
my graduation or I was getting my degree. Okay. And the one, the one thing he said is once you get a degree, no one can take it away from you. It's forever, you know, and it's so true. There's nothing, no one can take it away from you. They can take your job, take anything else, you know, that's um, other than your blood, you know, but they can never take that degree from you once you earned it. And um, so with me, I use it as much as I can, you know, on my, my resumes. And it's, it's definitely um, was a fine, fine experience for me. Yeah. And, and I would even like, I would even take that a step further and say any kind of skill that you learn um, when, when all else fails, if you have a skill uh, that people will pay you for, um, again, education is one of them, but if you have a skill, you can always figure out how to make money. If you have, if you have a skill that will help people, you can always figure out a way to make money. So it's the degree, absolutely the education, and we got to throw skills in there too. So true. So true. The, um, you know, art, artistic people have a uh, creative people have such a, a, a dearness to my heart, you know, and, um, I, uh, I'm so glad that I do write. When I'm writing my poetry, I'm in another zone. Um, it gets me relaxed, keeps me at peace. And um, so, you know, and, and the things you're doing is definitely everything that you're offering to, to, the, to the world is definitely something that I need to kind of dig into. I can use. They're going to be a huge resource for me. And I'm glad that someone like George Weinstein definitely introduced me to you and got us together because, um, and that's what my podcast is about. It's just to bring people together that, that at no shape or form, they probably would have never met each other at all. You know, um, if I had visited my family in Atlanta, I might've passed right by you and didn't see you, you know, um, (laughs) or going down to Louisiana, see you with your kin folks and, just walk right by you. But this podcast brings us together. Absolutely, man. And thank you for doing this, man. The, the world needs, um, you know, conversations um, mm-hmm. and, and just dialogue about all the things that are out there um, that, that can be both helpful, uh, informative. And, and I think you're doing a great job of creating a platform that shares the story of other people. So I'm really grateful to be to be here and I'm grateful for you for putting this together. Thank you very much. And, um, your time's valuable, and I, I'm glad to have you here because there's a lot of, you know, there's some writers and um, and inspiring authors that do that does follow this podcast. So everything that you're, you know, offering is going to be a plus to them. You know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, when it when it comes to, you know, like self publishing. Most of the time, people are doing it on their own. You know, they're, they're just kind of going on their own, trial and error. You know, it's similar to um, when I bought my first PC. I took it out of the box, plugged it in, didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and, and when I was finally done with it, you know, I started at, at daylight. When I was finally done messing around, my wife comes down the stairs and she says, Hey, you got to go to work. <laughs> I didn't realize I was downstairs the whole night playing around with this PC, you know, but uh, it is what it is. 
So tell me about Blooksy, uh, com. Okay, so um, I guess I'll go back to um, sort of how it started. So, um, well, let's see, a couple years ago, I wrote my first book. Uh, and it just so happened, I, I launched that book around the time that Google, I mean, um, it was called Instagram Marketing on Fire. And I launched that book at, right around the time that Facebook purchased Instagram. Um, total coincidence. And all of a sudden, the book was flying off the shelves. Well, we'll, we'll call Amazon the shelf. <laughs> it was flying off of Amazon. So I very quickly um, wrote two more books. Second one was Instagram marketing for restaurants. Third one was Instagram marketing for beauty shops and barber salons. So I started to go into these niche markets and I documented a process of writing the books, right? Because mm -hmm. the one thing that that a lot of people don't know is that, well, I'm sure people understand it, but you can hire writers uh, to write your words for you. People say, well, I'm not a great writer. Well, can you organize your thoughts and then give them to somebody to write them for you? So I found a young lady who was in, uh, she was in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And she was writing my books for $300. Wow. Yeah. And, and she was happy to do it. She was great. So I organized the thought that what I wanted in the books for my second and third one, and she would write it. So I was able to turn them around in, you know, 30 days. Right. Uh, nice. So then I created, I wrote a book called Stop BSing and Write Your Book. And it was mm -hmm. a step-by-step -step guide to how you can write your book in 30 days or less. <laughs> and it wow. literally taught the whole process. You know, organize your thoughts, hire a ghostwriter. Um, if there are any articles or anything you want to reference, provide the reference material. Here's where you go to find a book cover designer. Here's where you go to find an editor. Uh, here's where you, you know, go and get it, the interior layout done. And here's the step-by-step -step process to upload it to Amazon, right? Wow. Um, so that sort of led to um, me helping a lot of people start the process of writing their books. So I sold a lot of those books and now I actually give it away for free. So if anybody wants a copy of that book, you just go to ajsfreebook.com and uh, okay. you put your, put your, uh, your, your address in there, you just cover shipping and it'll come to your door. So $24.99, you'll get it for free if you're interested in writing a book. Anyway, so um, I'm on a radio show called the Willie Moore Jr. Show and I started, we're in 29 markets across the US. So yeah. I started going to the different markets and I was doing, uh, you know, one, two or three day book writing workshops. Um, and I'll fast forward because, you know, just to, for the sake of time, but pandemic happened. And of course, I couldn't travel as much as I was. So I took all the people that I was working with and I put them into a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. uh, and I started um, actually started an official publishing company. And to date, we published over 250 people. But I. Charlie, I hated it from day one. I wow. hated I hated managing people. I hated hiring, you know, because now I had to have a staff of editors, a staff of cover designers, a staff of interior layout people. We were in the middle of COVID. The authors would get COVID. My editors would get COVID. My cover designers were getting COVID and people were just dropping like flies and they would be gone for three weeks at a time or a month at a time. And then I got COVID a couple of times. So it was like this this whirlwind of just chaos, right? So one night after a particularly uh, bad day, <laughs> um, I asked myself, why isn't there software to manage this process, right? Um, so, you know, I spent, you know, just to go give a little backstory to me, I spent the better part of 20 years building software. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like the CD Centers for Disease Control here in Atlanta, 
uh, Delta Airlines, uh, the Georgia Department of Transportation, healthcare, uh, real estate. I've built a lot of uh, software platforms. So I just mapped it out on my, my wall one night. What does it look like? And then I asked myself a very pivotal question. And looking back, that was probably the best question that I said. I asked myself, and it was, if I build this software, what are the other edge cases that I can use the same software for? Mm -hmm. So then I just started brainstorming. Oh, people write dissertations because a dissertation in a book is essentially the same thing. You just don't have a cover for a dissertation, right? <laughs> and you don't true, true. You don't yep. it. Then I thought, well, what about uh, um, what about grants? And then I thought, what about cookbooks? Because the cookbook is a book, right? But it's just full of pictures and, and recipes. So I said, okay, what about poetry books? Then I, wow. you know, so I said, why don't I just build templates for each type of book? So if you mm -hmm. log in with Booksy, you'll see nonfiction template. You'll yeah. see a template for fiction. You'll see a template for poetry. Uh, you'll see a template for academic articles because academic articles, you can actually do the article, the dissertation, and the literature review all in the same template, right? So yes. now we have universities that are using the academic articles and the dissertations. And then we have authors that are doing the, pic, the uh, poetry, the fiction, and the nonfiction. Mm -hmm. um, so I built the platform in a way that scales so that it could handle all those different use cases. And right now, um, you know, I've thought through the process of how could we make it easier? So, Charlie, if you're writing a book, yep. you know the story that you want to tell, right? Well, when I did my workshops and books across America, I would have people outline their stories and then I would have them put them in a PowerPoint. So slide one would be a story number one. Slide two would be story number two. And each slide gets three to four bullet points that represents the story that belongs on that, that particular slide. Okay. And I would have my authors go through the slide and tell me the story of that slide. And they would tell me that story and I would record them talking the story out. Mm -hmm. Send it to a transcription company, get the transcript back, and that would become chapter one. And wow. then we would rinse and repeat through the whole book. So I built my software with the same process. So you click and you add a chapter, you add chapter one, you can outline your chapter. Then you turn, there's a transcription engine built in. It transcribes real time. You click on record, you tell your story, it will transcribe it right into the software. Right. Very nice. Well, then I said, okay, well, what are some of the other things that, that, um, the writers struggle with writer's block is real big. Yes, well, it is. you know, my background is technology. So I did a deep dive into artificial intelligence and, and language language modeling. And, and um, so I built in artificial intelligence into the platform so that if you provide just a few keywords and maybe a, if you ask an open ended question or if you put in a paragraph of, of content, uh, it will go out. The artificial intelligence is called Avon. And I'll tell you a story about that in a second, but it will go out and it will create original content for you based on your topic. That's right. really, really helpful for people writing nonfiction books, sort of how-to books, um, and it'll even write poetry for you. <laughs> wow. So if you give it a topic and a few lines, it will create poetry based on what you give it. Um, that artificial intelligence is named Aven, A-V-E-N. Uh, I named it after my grandmother because I was raised by my grandmother, whose name is Neva, N-E-V-A. Wow. Uh, and my grandmother's an amazing storyteller, and she would tell us the most hilarious stories every year at our family reunion. So that was kind of my, you know, my my nod to my grandmother and mm -hmm. can't wait till we can get back, you know, next summer and have our family reunion again. But but yeah, so I wanted to just make it really easy for authors to take the thoughts that are in their head, get them into a book. Right. Wow. 
now let's let, let's share where we're going in the future with this mm -hmm. so eventually um authors will be able to not only write their book but we're going to connect through api directly to shipping and printing on demand so wow. and you will be able to build your own landing page right there in blipsy very so, nice again it'll be drag and drop just like a squarespace site you put your cover on there your picture write a little synopsis of your book maybe add a couple testimonials people will be able to click and buy and it'll ship directly to their house now that's coming in the future mm -hmm. okay because we have pivoted into universities because universities absolutely love it um the artificial intelligence helps them cut their research time up to seven times faster so for example um, they will write academic articles and they respond to proposals for the school. Um, typically, it will take them eight to 10 weeks to do that. Using the artificial intelligence, they were able to write it in 10 days. Wow, that's awesome. But they are chopping at the bit. So if you have an idea and I'll just share a few other things. So um, I'm, I'm doing a training right now uh, with the city of Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I was able to use my artificial intelligence to give my, my AI the topics that my training is about. The AI wrote out the training for me because wow. it's, it's content, right? Mm -hmm. So again, there's so many different. If you want to write a blog, you can use that to write the blog. Um, white papers. We have government entities writing white papers. Uh, so many different ways you can use that artificial intelligence. Um, and the layout is so simple. When you get inside, it's so self-explanatory. You add chapters. It already has your copyright built in. The chapter, the margins are already built in, so you don't have to worry about formatting. Um, we have the font, the font pairings are already built in and together. So you don't have to worry about, you know, design of the interior. So we just put a lot of thought into how could we provide an experience uh, to help people very quickly go from here to, to the first draft of their manuscript. Wow. That's awesome. I, man, I, I could, I have so many stories. I have so yes. many, I mean, the poetry books, is in the thousands easily with 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 different poems that i have mm -hmm. but i also have so many different sh stories about my community that um i've been trying to get out there want to get out there um yeah. and and especially our local boys club the boy, boys and girls club there's a, that's a story in itself and and i've been trying to get people folks together to just you know, give me the interview so I can go ahead and um, get this done. Yes. But with, with your process, man, that is so much easier. There's, there's so much I can get done just by getting on to Blooksy and just, just doing my thing because I get slowed down by other folks, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, and, yeah, I mean, it just feels like you're a go-getter, right? We met last week. We're already on air, right? <laughs> you don't waste any time so again it's people like you that are sort of the drivers right okay. um so you know with you having guests on all the time i'm sure you meet so many intriguing people um yes. and i'm i've worked with a group called more mentorship and just last night um we we talked to 70 boys between the ages of 12 and 18. um so what we're doing with their mentorship is we're getting stories from each one of those boys and we're going to write an anthology Right. So all the boys will become authors. They're going to share their story in one pair, one chapter. And then wow. all, all the chapters are going to be put together. They're going to share the story of what they've experienced as a, as a boy between 12, 12 and 18. They're going to talk about the lesson that they learned from that. 
Um, we're going to send out releases so that, you know, the, the proceeds go to the nonprofit. But all the boys will put author by their name. I love it. I love it. Man, so when so, we, we just built it in a way and that's and we have actually quite a few people that are doing that. Right. So we have a, a lady in Baton Rouge. Uh, she has a group of women uh, who have all been through a divorce. So mm-hmm. they're they're all sharing stories that they wish they knew before they got married. Wow. Right. So it's I think it's it's 16 different ladies and each one gets a chapter. Very nice. Right. So. So, yeah. The And the beautiful thing, there's real time collaboration. Right. So, you know, if you were to create an account, Charlie, mm-hmm. uh, you wanted all the people on your as your guests to log in. They don't have to they don't have to they don't have to pay. You pay one time and you can have as many collaborators as you want. Wow. Right. Well, nice. And that's not going to last forever now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but again, right now we're in growth mode. Right. So, yeah. you know, my goal is to help as many people as possible. And through those stories and those testimonials, more and more people will be attracted to the platform. I was I was attracted to it as soon as I signed up and, and just started <laughs> going through everything, because everything that I clicked on, it just. I said that would have made my job a whole lot easier writing. Simple, you know? right? Yeah. I'm like, wow. And and I there's there's no stress in worrying about a deadline if yeah. you sign up. There's no stress at all, you know. And uh, I uh I I read a lot of the, the different reviews. Um there was uh something I noticed today. Um excuse me one second. Um it uh that kickstart yeah can you talk about that or i want to make sure that you mention everything that you wanted to but i um just keep it i I wanted to talk about kickstart because that's very um interesting so if you want to explain that to me or to the 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 viewers actually so i went through a i went through a um well a couple different things so i'll start with First, I won a pitch competition uh, back in um, August of 2021 uh, through Panoramic VC. It's a venture capital firm. So there are a couple hundred startups that got a chance to pitch their idea um, for $120,000. And I ended up winning first place in that. That wow. was very helpful because I've spent a lot of my you know, own money to, to get this off the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I want to talk about that because for people who are out there and you have ideas, you can do that. But I also want to share the chapter creator kickstart. So this is for authors who want to write and publish their books, right? If you go to chaptercreator.com, sign up there. Every Wednesday night, I kickstart people with their books. Every Wednesday night. Um, I've written, I think I'm up to what, six or seven books or something like that. Now, I I didn't, when I say wrote, that doesn't mean I wrote all the words. I hire hire ghostwriters here and there because, right? You can sign releases and, and get your get your books. And let me just say this about ghostwriting, because there's this misconception that you have to write things. Let me tell you something. I've been on ghostwriting teams for several people. Uh, and these are people that are, you know, well known. And, and if you think, you know, Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes and Steve Harvey, if you think they're sitting down writing all these books, then you better think another thing. Right. Exactly. They give the high level ideas and the people write the words. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's an opportunity, but I can show you where to go find those ghostwriters and, and how to do it in a way to where, you know, the ghostwriters are actually worth their salt. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
again, it's really about just organizing your thoughts. And I built the platform, Charlie, uh, in a way that does the organization for you, right? Nice. So again, you know the story that you're going to tell. All you have to do, if you're if you're doing a how-to book and it's a process, like Charlie, if you did a book on how to start your own podcast, right? Mm-hmm. You know there are steps to that. So you just literally just think, what are the high-level steps? And you just add each one of those as chapters. Then you just go back and you backfill all the content in each chapter, right? Very nice. It gets really simple once you have a process around it. The big problem that people have is they sit down and they try to write the book. And you don't write the book. You What you want to do is you want to write an outline, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Okay. Then after you write your outline, then you outline the actual chapter. Like, what story am I going to tell? What was the result of the story? Who were the people in the story? What was the lesson learned? What is the process, right? You do that for your first chapter. Then you do that for your second chapter. So you first you do a big outline. Then you do each chapter as a separate outline. Then you come back and you try to just tell the story into the transcription. Because right. we talk at a, between 175 to 225 words a minute. Um, so, you know, you talk for five minutes, you got a thousand words right there. Wow. Right. So you do that for each one of your chapters, but just do them one at a time. Do one today, one tomorrow, one the next day. Right. And it'll take 10 to 15 minutes a day. Then what you want to do is you go back and you sort of fill it in. Now you go in and you add the minutia, the detail mm-hmm. to the nitty gritty. Uh, then you just bring in an editor. And just like that, you'll have your first draft done in no time. Right? Very nice. So that's why I created chaptercreator.com. Um, so that I can help people get their stories out of their head and kickstart their books every Wednesday night. <laughs> that is nice. Um, there's actually a friend of mine um, that's several friends of mine that are listening. and um, But one one man is uh, Michael, and he's doing a book, a memoir. And mm-hmm. um, this guy got so much. In, he has so many stories. Yes. Yes. And, uh, it's it's uh I can't wait. I'm anticipating the book. Mm-hmm. But I think what he's doing is he's just he's not satisfied and he wants mm-hmm. to add and this and that. And so this I know he's listening because he's he's might as well say he's one of the best fans I have. And um I love it. So Michael, if you're out there, you know, I hope you got all this information from AJ and um and definitely uh Get, because his book is definitely going to be a bestseller in my eyes. Wow. In my, in my opinion. So I just hope he, he's just got to get it out there. And, um, but, uh, you know, so, uh, AJ, I, I have, um, I wrote a few children's books that are on cool. the shelf and waiting. And, um, so they're pretty short, you know, they're not, um, they're not lengthy. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a problem on the length of the book or anything like that? You know, it's uh... um, so so as it relates to children's books, um, there is a minimum page count that you have to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but typically, a 600, 600 words is enough for a children's book. OK, right. Yep. Uh, and and uh, well, let me say this again, an illustrated children's book. Right. Yes. So it's a chapter, definitely not for like a chapter book, but an mm-hmm. illustration, uh, 600 words is about enough. Right. But the do you have an illustrator or or is it already illustrated or where are you in the process um mainly um, a lot of my illustrators are um my uh childhood friends that are artists oh that's so great. I, I always try to add 
someone from my area, my community into the book. I want them to do something. It, it just makes it, to me, it just makes it more powerful when you start grabbing maybe uh, uh, an artist that I mentored okay, or, or an artist that I actually grew up with. And they have, they have painting. They're just like me, you know, they're just trying to get their creativity out there. Yes. So why not use their creativity and put it on my book cover or put it you, within my book? You absolutely should. It gives you a chance to, to give them exposure uh, to the world that they otherwise wouldn't have. Uh, and then at the same time, they can assist you by giving, giving uh, imagery to the words that you've written. Yes. So it's, it's a win-win, right? Uh, yes. yes. Hey, see, there's my buddy Mike. He's already registered. That, that's uh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. And Mike, if you're, you know, I'm having one tonight at eight o'clock. So if you want to just if, hang out tonight, we can kickstart your book tonight. Nice. Nice. See, that's what the Really Charlie podcast is about. Um, and I'm definitely going to um, latch on and hook on to your radio show. I really want to listen to that. You know, this, I don't watch TV anymore or listen to the radio other than my own, you know, the radio station that we're on, I listen to that music. But I'm into podcasting and and, yeah. and grabbing pot. That's because it's so organic. I I've learned so much from a podcast, mm-hmm. and and many many podcasts that I didn't learn in school. And it's yes. amazing mm-hmm. if if I'm so glad that this generation or or or, or we as a, as people of the world have this in our right in our hands because things that we didn't learn you know like the 16 uh 16 project you know i never heard of that in my life i didn't know anything about that anything whatsoever you know yeah um i'm a very very uh i get a daily dose of the joe rogan experience i i, yeah. I like listening to him and his guests um, and it just goes on and on along with sports and, um, you know, uh, it's just something, there's something about it, um, about podcasting that really, really is a, is a teacher. I'm listening and learning every single day. So I'm definitely yeah. good. And it's an opportunity to, um, it's number one, it's portable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm on a podcast. I listen to Joe Rogan. I, I've listened to the 1619 Project. I actually have the audio book for that. Uh, nice. But you're learning while you're doing other things, right? Sure. Uh, and you're you're actually getting to know the people, right? And people have different life experiences. You can actually learn a lot just by someone's lived experience. Yes. Right. And that's one of the things that I talk about with the book. Um, you know, I have a couple of books back here behind me, but you know, where can I? Oh. That was perfect. I go. <laughs> where can I spend seventeen bucks and get someone's entire life story? Nice. Yep. Right. So for seventeen bucks, I can go get someone's entire life story uh, and spend a day or two reading it, and and totally change my perspective, or at least introduce a different perspective that I had no idea about, uh, just for a couple bucks, under twenty bucks. Right. Yeah. Um. And again, it's there's so much knowledge in those pages. Um, that, you know, I love, love reading, love reading, but I absolutely love the audio books and the podcast because you take it with you, right? Yes. And if there's something that I need to write down, I make sure, you know, I can write it down or I'll even, um, 
live, leave myself a voice note to go, oh, they mentioned this book. Why don't you go read that or, you know, whatever. Um, and I'll just email the voice note to myself as a reminder. But absolutely, podcasts, audiobooks, I love them. Yes, it's it. Man, I, I actually can't wait to listen to you on the radio and um, definitely check you out. And uh, Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's definitely. And, and what I'll do is uh, I'm going to constantly share almost everything that you're involved in on my Facebook it. page. And I'm going to constantly put it out there Thank only you, because there's, there's so there's so many people that my friends or family they have so many amazing, amazing stories. And y'all the dude, y'all the man, y'all the y'all the brainstorm behind this that can really, really help them. And, yeah, man. Uh, and, and I love it. Like I, the funny thing is, I've ne- I have never really done things for the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always do things because this is something that I enjoy, and I think that it's going to make life easier either for me or for someone else, right? And if I can continue to create things that will help other people. Um, over and over again, it does whether it's Blipsy or whether it's you know mentorship or whether it's help someone else build a platform. As long as I can do that to help other people, then I'm all for it, right? So Blipsy was made because I was frustrated about managing the process of, of the book thing and whatever. So I was mm-hmm. like, why don't I just build software and people can sign up for the software and they never have to know I exist. Now, which come with the creativity in Blipsy? It, mm-hmm. I mean, it's got book. It's got look in it. What was your what was you thinking when you came up with that name? What was the brainstorm behind you it? Know, I wish I had a story about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a portmanteau or that it was there was rhyme or reason. But honestly, I wanted booksy.com uh, and that was already gone. It's a booking app, right? Yep. For booking hair appointments. So I had a group chat with a bunch of my really kind of smart friends, and we had all kinds of names, Charlie. We had mm-hmm. Book Dojo. Um, we had uh, Book Beaver, we had Book Llama, we had um, Scribbler, uh-huh. we had all kinds of names. And then finally someone said, well, just do Blipsy. And I didn't love it, I'll be honest, right? Uh-huh. Um, but they said, well, what's a Fandango? And I said, huh? They said, what's a Fandango? And I was like, that's the movie ticket website. They were like, but no, what is a Fandango? <laughs> it, <laughs> it wasn't a thing, right? Until yeah. it was. Right. So they were just like, you can make Blixie into a thing. Um, it doesn't have to be something that exists. And, you know, then what I tried to do, Char- Charlie, was create it, turn it into an acronym. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and the acronym, actually, I don't remember it right now, but it did work for a little bit. Um, but now that I'm working with universities and I'm working with chefs and I'm working, I'm sorry, universities and poets and, you know, fiction authors, it doesn't work anymore. So, um, okay. yeah, there's really no no real story behind it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to have to, uh, if you don't mind me, uh, my wife has a everything cricket, you know, so I'd, I'd like her to create some t-shirts for me and uh, I may put, you know, booksy.com on my chest on a t-shirt. Hey man, put it on there. And, <laughs> yeah. And um, it, it's good for me because in, in, good for you to put you out there especially like when i'm on the radio and we we restream the station you know and and on the podcast and uh i need to instead of advertising these billionaires you know right (laughs) i can advertise someone you know someone good like you 
Thank so, you, man. I, I appreciate it. And, and that's not a bad idea now that you mentioned it. I may get me a couple of jerseys. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe I'll, I'll, what I want to do is I want to come up with something that I can give authors as they finish their manuscripts. Mm -hmm. Right. I just think that would be awesome for every author that publishes. They get, you know, something. But I hadn't thought about what that was yet. Yeah, we'll come to you. It's uh, to me. yeah, I, you know, the thing with me is um, I got to keep my heart out of the business. Yes. You know, I, I, uh, I order T-shirts and I give them away. Mm -hmm. They were made to do. Well, they were made to give away, but they were also made to sell. You know, and um, Got it. sometimes I just, you know, my soft heart ends up, you know, if 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 I was rich, I'd be poor. I'd be broke. <laughs> <laughs> and so love it. I love it. Yeah. The um, I uh, I want to ask you this one question. I ask all my guests. Um, sure. And um, the uh, question is, is who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Um, so, and you can get back to me if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. I, I have a few people. I have a few people and, and I, I would, um, actually, you know what I'll, I'll, I'll there's a brother named Elkanah Reed. Uh, he's mm -hmm. in Atlanta. He's doing amazing things. He has a tech company, a, a tech marketing company. Um, there's a Rodalyn, um, another person I know she is, a, she's awesome. She's a physician's assistant. She's building a, a platform for physician's assistants. Okay. Um, it's a training, education, sort of a whole network, right? So nurses, physicians, assistants, Rodlin would be an amazing guest. Um, have another gentleman named Brandon. Uh, Brandon has an, an app. He's in a wheelchair. He had a bad accident and he has an app, an app. I think it's called I Access Life and it lets people in wheelchairs. And this is something you'd never think about. But when people in wheelchairs leave the house, they have to plan out where they're going because if they have to go to the bathroom, a lot of times the bathroom, the stores don't have ramps. Um, they're, they don't have, they're not handicap accessible. Um, so his app lets you, if you're in a wheelchair, you download the app, it'll tell you, you put in your destination, it'll show you all the bathrooms that are handicap accessible along the way. So he has, I have an entire network of people uh, that we could get onto the Really Charlie podcast. All right. I'm on I'm going to pick your brain right now. Uh, I'll be looking for a few guests in the, uh, the um, last two weeks of August into September. So I'm okay. definitely going to send you a direct message and then we'll go from there. Email. Email is the best way to reach you. Email. So if anybody, first of all, you want to reach me, if you follow me on Instagram, I am at AJ Joiner. That's A-J-J-O-I-N-E-R. Uh, on Facebook, I am Mr. A. Joiner. That's M-R-A-J-O-I-N-E-R. -E you can find me there. Um, my email direct is blooksy at blooksy.com. Just shoot me an email. I try to respond to everybody. Um, I'm pretty busy now, so sometimes it'll take me sometimes a week or so to get back to you just because um, I have a, a lot of amazing things going on right now. And and um, But I, I do get back with everyone. So if anyone needs help with books, I'm your guy. Go to chaptercreator.com, sign up. I can help you there. I have, you know, any, if you need help with anything, editors, book cover designers, any of that stuff, I'm your guy for that too. So, awesome. so yeah, I'm here, Charlie. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I have a, a message from Michael. He says, um, if I could share my contact information with AJ, I cannot locate the call um, AJ referenced. 
for the eight o'clock meeting tonight. So yes, it's uh, just yeah, just go over to chaptercreator.com and sign up, and you'll get an email confirmation with um with the link. Okay, all right. Um, I'll send in that. He, I'm pretty sure he heard it. Um, but once we get off, I'll uh, definitely um make sure that um I actually call him firsthand. I'll call him. Yeah. Um, this is uh. So I'm going to get off the uh, business side of it and go back to some pleasure here. So um, I definitely know that your Saints could beat the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll, which, do that, we'll do that on 9 <laughs> 11. Yeah. So, which, and, and I have, you know, my cousin is a diehard Falcons fan. So, and the cousin I mentioned in the earlier part of the podcast um greg he loves the saints he loves to cook he's a great musician yeah but i wanted to get both of them on my podcast so i can have <laughs> i can have them both going at it you know and you get a little uh, rivalry going on yeah and it, especially being family that would have been intense i would have loved it so um what's your prediction about your team this year what do you think is going to happen you know so, so um, we can talk this all day. So we got, we had a great draft. We picked, we went up and got Chris Olave, um, who is a, who is a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Olave is a monster. Um, he is the, the number one receiver in the draft. So we got him. Jameis Winston had one terrible season. Beyond that one terrible season, uh, Jameis Winston has been a great quarterback. He's thrown for 4,000 yards, um, three out of his five, five years, with the exception of last year when he went down and, and, and he was, we was leading us. We had, our record was five and two last mm-hmm. year when he went out, right? Uh, 14 touchdowns, three picks. That's pretty good for seven games, right? Exactly. Um, so I anticipate, you know, he's back. He's, you know, he's, he was coming off the injury, um, but we got some weapons around him. We went and got Jarvis Landry from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Michael Thomas is coming back last year. All of our receivers were third string receivers and we still missed the playoffs by, we were nine and eight last year. Uh, we, we lost uh, three games by a field goal or less. And we didn't have a kicker. Um, after the second game of the season, we lost our, our field goal kicker. And I think we missed more field goals than any other team last year. Uh, yeah. We we lost Taysom Hill. We lost uh, Jameis Winston. So we were on our fourth string quarterback last year. Right. And we still went nine and eight. Our defense has gotten better. We went and picked up the best, arguably one of the best strong safeties in the league with the honey badger. Right. Mm-hmm. We got Marcus May out of uh, new uh, out of the, from the Jets, who and who is a, also a Pro Bowl uh, safety. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, we still have Will Smith and De- De- uh, um, Dave DeMario Davis. Um, so I think I think our defense will definitely be top five because it was top five last year and we got better. I think our offense will be all we, we need to be maybe top 12 or 13, right? We have enough weapons. Um, Alvin Kamara is still there, so we can expect a thousand yards combined mm-hmm. from him. Um, so I think we'll we'll definitely be in the playoffs. And here's what I say about the playoffs. Once you get to the playoffs, um, you got to win two games. Mm-hmm. Right? Unless you're wild card, then you got three. But you got to win two games and, and you'll find yourself in the Super Bowl. And strange things have happened, man, because – you, you're every team is one major injury away from from you know having a first round draft pick, a high first round draft pick if they lose enough games because they lose their quarterback, which we did last year. So 
True. Um, well, I think we're going to be pretty good. And, and so, what about your? What about you guys are looking good too, New England? Well, they, they you know, Mac Jones, I love. Um, he, yeah, he's, he's, a ball, he's, he's a baller. He's definitely um, made it easier for me because I was very bitter towards uh, Tom Brady and Gronk, and uh, I had a lot of choice words for them because they left. Yeah. And, 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 you know, a lot of people say, well, he's always gave that hometown discount. And I'm saying, well, you know, this is the latter part of his career and his years, you know, and I think that his legacy should have been, you know, New England from start to finish. But, uh, you know, I, I can't I can't mess with anybody's money, but I like yeah. Mac Jones, um, Devontae Parker. I'm very happy to see him. Um all the running backs for the Patriots, I think, are going to be tremendous. And um, and James White is definitely not – I don't think he's going to be able to play until uh, midseason. So he might go on the pup, and uh, okay. and we'll see him later on. Uh, and uh, we'll go from there. You know, I, I had a good team for 20 years, you know, and they had one bad year two years ago so i just think that you know it's like my brother with um my brother was diehard yankees fan so growing up you know he celebrated a championship almost every year every school year he was celebrating a championship so i knew how he felt right you know and then uh so but anyways i i like i said i love football the honey badger is going to be tremendous yeah tremendous as much as as popular as he was in college this is something he's not he's gonna see um he's gonna see some admiration for himself that he i don't think he ever experienced he's on a perfect team for him and he's from new orleans right and we got jarvis landry who's from new orleans right yes so Mm -hmm. so we got a lot of hometown love and one thing about Louisiana folks is we love Louisiana folks. <laughs> <laughs> I got so, it. You know what? That's that's nice. That's real nice. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, I um I know you got some other things to do, so I want to make yeah. sure that you have time to do that. Um, please, please, let's do this again. Um, and you have a fan in 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 the Really Charlie podcast. We're definitely gonna push all we can for you and uh and you're gonna be definitely publishing one or two of my books very soon so absolutely so i want to tell you first of all thank you for the support um you know and and having me on your show and and congratulations on building this platform uh and and this has been a a fun conversation i'm looking forward for anyone who was on the call just go ahead we have our our webinar coming up at eight o'clock i'm really excited about getting you guys started with your books and uh, I would love to get your feedback from Blixie. And for everybody here who's listening right now, if you want to sign up for Blixie, I'll give you a discount code. It's half off forever, all one word. Uh, and you can pay half, um, half of the monthly fee. So you'll pay $19.50 a month. So at checkout, you just put in half off forever uh, and you can pay, you know, with a discount. So thank you, Charlie. I appreciate this. Very, very, very nice. Um, I appreciate you. We uh, let's definitely uh, keep in touch, whether it's a short email, direct message, anything, you know, uh, let's keep in touch, man. Build off this friendship. All right. 
God All bless right, you, G. All right. Love bye you, bye. brother. Bye -bye. Love you too, bro. Bye. All right. Great guest. I love this. I love everything that he's doing. It's so important to for all of us to uh, to bring that creativity out there, you know. And um, AJ is definitely the man. He's definitely worked for some some great organizations, great companies. And um, so go to looksee.com and definitely sign up. All right. All right, everyone. I'll be on next Wednesday. Uh, actually, Saturday. I got something coming up surprise so i'll see y'all on saturday and um we can definitely uh touch base um probably gonna do the weird segment weird stories again on saturday and uh, i'll definitely be back on on uh on wednesday next wednesday with a new guest thank you thank you for your support it's been nice to hear all the different comments or see all the different comments from from uh facebook YouTube and LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I love you. Love you. you. Guys are great. You know, continue to support the Really Charlie podcast. And please subscribe and like the Really Charlie uh, channel on YouTube. Take care, y'all. As I always do, I'm going to end with my intro song by Lionel Peter Walker. Take care. <laughs> It's the really Charlie podcast. Yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yo, yo, it's the really Charlie podcast. Bumping to your broadcast. Grab a chair, fill your glass. Yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yo, it's the really Charlie podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's the really Charlie podcast. Bumping to your broadcast. Grab a chair, fill your glass. the really charlie podcast making memories last your time my time we all shine on the really charlie podcast you are listening to wmb1 radio i'm charlie perry along with my co-host my friend Russell Ramos. We are serving you R&B music on the rocks. Chilled music with chilled hosts where you get to listen to the music you love the most on WMB1 Radio. Join us on Tuesday night, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on WMB1 Radio. Sounds from the Secret City. Take care, y'all, and enjoy the music.